Bravo to Abel Sanchez? Dun dun dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. Of course, I want to remind you to follow me on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor.fm. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash FightJunkie2006. So, at the end of my uh, post-fight podcast for Canelo and G that I did last night, I had mentioned that I believe there was going to be a lot of hoopla over this robbery thing. And that Abel and uh, Triple G would be beating that same drum, not only if they believed it or not, simply because a third fight is on the line and that's a big money fight, a chance at redemption, and everybody would want to see it. Well, I got to walk that back a bit, a, a lot actually when it comes to Abel, a bit when it comes to G, and I'll explain. After the fight, Abel came out and said he actually had the fight scored. 114 114 that's right guys abel sanchez the trainer of triple g scored the fight a draw he also went on to say that he felt the last round was the round that decided the fight i think that's a very accurate picture of how the fight played out in fact he went on to say that he told G during the middle rounds that he was losing. Why am I telling you all this? Well, I'm telling you all this, one, because I said that Abel was going to be a poor sport about it and cry about robbery, 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 and he didn't do that. So that's the first reason I'm telling you that. Like I said, I always try to be upfront with you guys, and he came out, and I, I think he did the right thing, which was say it was a close fight. I have no problem with him saying it was a draw. That's a legitimate um, score. Like, you can make a case for a draw, certainly. So he's not just uh, pulling something out of his butt. That, that's a legitimate score. And I have um, no issues with him saying that G was losing the fight. Uh, again, I thought that was accurate, and that's how I saw it as well. But that goes totally against what all these online polls were saying, all the media was saying, all the fight fans were saying. The guy who has way more invested than any of those other people is saying that he thought, the best they did was a draw. So a 115-113 is not out of the question for Canelo. And in fact, he said you have to give Canelo credit. You have to uh, celebrate the way that he fought and that he won the fight. And I thought that was a, a stand-up statement from him. And I got to give him props for that because going into this after the fight was over, I didn't think that he would do that whatsoever. Another thing he said that was interesting was that he couldn't just stand up there at the podium and every time they had a close fight, cry about it not going their way. And that's another thing that I said and that I agree with. Like, you can't keep doing this. These are close fights, including the first fight, in my opinion. Obviously, they have a totally different idea of how that fight played out. But I thought that was something that was correct as well as saying, hey, we've had two close fights, you know, two good fights. And this time they gave it to Canelo. And that's exactly what he said. He said, this time they give it to Canelo. Hey, maybe next time they'll give a close fight to G. And that is what I was saying the entire time. What I was trying to project to people was they were good close fights. There was no shame, no disrespect, no nothing in any of these fights. They are very high-level good fights. And I'm glad that Abel came out and said that. I don't know if he's going to get a lot of heat from the G base, if they're going to just kind of be quiet and fade away, or if they're going to continue to beat this false narrative of Triple G got robbed again. The other thing was G's point of view. 
G is a little bit more on the side that he wanted. Far more than what Abel's saying. Like I said, Abel was pretty cool about it. He was basically saying, hey, it was a draw. It was a close fight. Props to Canelo. He did what he needed to do. And then hopefully we can get a third fight. G was pretty much dismissive of what Canelo did. Uh, granted, he was in the ring taking the punches, so it's probably very difficult for him. It's his first loss. He lost his titles, his title defense run. So he's a little more jaded about how it went down, but he still did give Canelo props and say that uh, he fought a good fight and that uh, he feels they're both champions. Uh, he said originally he wasn't going to say who won, and then I heard later that he said that he thought he won. He didn't give a score. He just said that he thought he won, but that what Canelo was doing was nothing special with the quote unquote Mexican style that we've heard about so much. And that uh, just because he was coming forward doesn't mean he was winning the fight. That sounds familiar, right? That was what I was saying about the first fight. Again, I explained in the pre-fight podcast all my thoughts on why I thought Canelo did it different. And if you guys are interested in that, you can hear it. It's on YouTube. But so G's a little more, a little more upset with it. He did give everyone props, you know, on the Canelo side for how they fought and how tough they were and how everything worked out. But he he basically said he was never hurt and, uh, you know, Canelo did nothing special and and he thought just because you know a lot of people thought because Canelo was coming forward that he won that that wasn't the case. So G wasn't as out there as Abel saying you know yeah we could have lost this fight and. You know, Canelo did so much great work and that kind of stuff. He he was a little more reserved in that, but I can expect that. So he didn't beat the drums of robbery. I haven't heard that yet. So unless things change over the next couple of days, they start doing the replay. Oh, I watched the fight and I won eight to four. Something crazy comes out like that. Then both these guys have been pretty stand up. Again, I can't expect a lot from G. It, you know, I understand what he's feeling, where he's coming from. So I think what he said up to now is acceptable. I wouldn't have accepted anything if he was saying it was a draw. I mean, uh, a robbery or the same thing from Abel. If he hadn't said, yeah, it was a draw or even like G1513, which again, I wouldn't have agreed with. Um, if he would have went with the robbery narrative, I, of course, would have been like, I told you guys, that's what I thought. But they didn't do that. So I'm here to tell you, you know, they didn't do that up till now. I haven't heard that. So I think that's props out to those guys, his team for doing that. Um, his promoter did say that he thought um, Triple G won. So. I mean, what do you expect, right? That I mean, it's going to be out there. But again, I haven't heard anybody use the word robbery. And that's the important part. Nobody has used the word robbery. If you're talking a close fight, then we can have discussions all day and all night. And I think that's cool. And that's what's part of the sport. It was a robbery aspect that always got under my nerves. The same thing in the first fight and the same thing in the in the second fight. Like I had mentioned, I believe the polls are something like 70-30 from all these major news sites that are doing the polls of who won the fight. And 70% are on Triple G. That doesn't even make sense when you have G himself uh saying it was a good close fight abel saying it was a draw and then of course g's promoter saying they thought g won but by by no score so i mean i think people are delusional right now they they were caught up like i said and all of this mass hysteria and it's just carried over another interesting thing that i've been hearing is that they do want a third fight uh apparently golden boy wants a third fight as well eric gomez reportedly went up to Abel after the fight was over and announced and uh, 
declared a Canelo win and said, we got to do a third fight. And um, Abel said, yeah, get with the promoter. Let's do it. So they're looking at somewhere in May is what Abel said. Now, is that going to work? I have my doubts simply because one Canelo has a huge cut under his eye. That's a, I mean, that's a, over his eye. That's a really, really bad cut. It's right below the eyebrow, right in the crease of the eye. It's really bad. If you get a chance, go back and look at the end of the fight where Max Kellerman is interviewing him on HBO, and you can see just how bad that cut is. So I have no idea how long that's going to take once the stitches come out. The other thing is they're talking about a Lemieux fight in December of 2018 at the end of the year for Canelo and I just don't see how that's going to happen again with the cut I know Canelo said he wanted to fight in December and he wanted to get with his team and see what was going on had this cut not happened then you could have made a case for that but with the cut the grueling fight and he's going to have to take time off and time off meaning he's going to have to take time off out of the gym as well I don't see how he could probably be prepared by then. That's kind of pushing it in my book. So that fight may not come off at the end of the year. And then you're going to be talking about, is it going to be step aside money? Are they going to fight Lemieux first, try to get through him and then fight G later? So even right now, if everything went to plan and Canelo did or didn't fight in December, it's irrelevant as far as the G fight goes. Um, for what we're talking about, and fought in May, then I believe that's something like eight months that the rematch would take place. And I mentioned this in the other podcast about Canelo and G, that the longer the fight takes to make, the better for Canelo because G is only going to get older. And in my opinion, he's not going to get any better. What we're seeing is the tail end of the slide, in my opinion. And I think with Canelo's youth, his uh, tool set, the way the way he's able to um, stand in front of G and push G around and even counter punch G, he just brings a whole lot to the table that as G gets older and older, it's probably going to be only harder to compete with Canelo. And like I said, that's why I gave so much props to G because he's doing this at a later stage in his career and it's impressive. He's hanging with a young kid who's I feel is talented and has like 50 wins. 50 wins. I mean, that is amazing. This kid has been in the sport since he was a baby. So they're looking at May. I don't know if that's going to happen. If they do fight, it'll probably be in 2019. And then you're looking at an 8 to 12 month layoff probably for G. Abel said that he wouldn't want G to fight a tune-up fight or any type of fight before he fights Canelo again assuming the date is like around that May 2019 simply because he said he's had a hard grueling camp and he needs a rest so I think that also speaks volumes like I said they don't want to put G into too much camp too much you know hardcore business on his body and burn him out and then he has nothing for the fight so that's kind of a calculated risk as well because you sit him out and he's not being active and he's getting older but at the same time if you put him in there and even if it's a tune-up fight he's got to go through the training camp and as we all know that's where the major wear and tear takes place and then even if he gets through that you know tune-up fight now he's got to do another training camp 
and go in with the big dog Canelo. So I can see where Abel's coming from from that respect as well because they think it's better just to let him rest his body and then give that big push in training camp all that he has and go back and try to beat Canelo. How long does G have? We don't know. Like I said, he still looked very good. I mean, it's not like I think he's at the total end of his career. I'm not saying that. He's fighting at a very, very high level against a very skilled opponent. It's just the way they match up. But you did see signs of that with Canelo. Now, would that happen with another fight at Well, like I mentioned before when I capped the fight, people were talking about this for a while. This isn't the first time you've heard the the G is slowing down. We heard that against Danny Jacobs and even Kel Brooks where he struggled a bit and he just he just didn't look like the quote unquote old G. He looked like a old G. And then he kind of turned back the clock a bit with Canelo in the first fight. Again, I thought it was close. But once the robbery narrative started, then everybody pretty much forgot about the age issue. And they really didn't factor it in. And I thought he showed his age a bit in this fight. Again, not discounting what he did. It's just because Canelo was the, the younger guy who was able to bully him around. And that was something we didn't see. And technically, Canelo's the smaller guy as well. So overall, I liked the fight. Of course, I told you guys my score and everything. I think there's probably going to be a third fight. I just think there's too much money and there's too much interest in it. Uh, I mentioned again, probably in a year was my guess before I heard anything. It's probably going to be in that 8 to 12 month range. You guys will have to factor that in if you believe that's a pro, if you believe that's a con, how you believe that affects each fighter because it is possible it will. You also got to look at that cut on Canelo's eye. It was a really bad cut, so hopefully it heals well because you don't want that to be a problem in his future fights with his eye being cut and bleeding because they did a great job stopping that cut, man, because it is really bad. You don't want to have a cut like that affect your fight and you lose a fight because the blood is just pouring down your face that's that could be a potential problem so hopefully that gets taken care of the other thing that um, we really never got answered in this fight that I had mentioned before was how was his knee he decided to go right after Canelo was that because of the knee did he have less mobility? That was something we were hoping to find out in the fight, but he really didn't box that much. So it's hard to tell if the knee was 100% and he could do everything he wanted to do and he just chose to fight that way. Or if the knee wasn't 100% and he decided that he could fight this way and still win and it was better for his limited mobility. The, the little areas where I saw him moving and kind of counterpunching, which was very slim, was probably a handful in the whole fight where he went even a few steps back. It looked okay, but there was no, there's no way you can compare it to the first fight. So until we see Canelo, the boxer, the counterpuncher, the guy who's going to make you miss and make you pay from the outside like that, not in the muffed up, you know, peekaboo style of defense, then we'll be able to tell. I think we would see that probably against somebody like Lemieux simply because Lemieux's strength is is on the inside and he's powerful. So if he does end up fighting David Lemieux in the end of December or early in 2019, we'll probably get a chance to see if that knee is healed. And hopefully by that time, it certainly would be. If it wasn't and his movement looked off, then we would have a problem, obviously, and that would have to be rectified. But I can't imagine that they would let it go that long if it was really seriously bothering them, unless it was something that couldn't be fixed. 
And then, of course, that could be career-affecting. I won't say ending because you saw how he fought. But if you see a style just totally change from here on out, where he's just basically that Mexican-style brawler, I would point to that leg because there's really no reason for him to fight that way every single fight. He's got very good boxing ability and countering ability, and you saw he has really good hand speed. And that he also has very good foot movement, like the way he moves around and how fast he moves around. His defense is top-notch. These are all things that were said before, but I think a lot of people uh, just ignored it because – it came from Mayweather. Mayweather said way back when they fought, this kid does a lot of things I do. He tries to do a lot of things that I'm currently doing right now. It was just, it was some progression that was required. He was still young. Even though he had a lot of fights, he's still learning. And so he's progressively got better at that. And then he showed versatility last night with his ability to go in with a banger and basically out bang him. Another point before we end this, Abel said that Triple G did not fight the way Abel wanted him to. So he said it was G that decided to move away and jab Canelo. I thought that was an interesting point. He said he told Canelo or he told G during the rounds that he needed to fight Canelo. So basically he said, if Canelo is going to stand in the middle of the ring, I want you to go out there and stand and bang with him. And he said it was G that decided not to fight that way. He said, now why do fighters do that? He said, well, all I can do is give him a game plan, give him the advice. He's the one in there taking the punches. So I thought that was also interesting because if you remember, everybody who capped this fight said that Canelo couldn't hurt G. And I always disputed that and thought that he especially could to the body. And I thought we saw that in the rematch because he hit Canelo, he hit Triple G with some brutal body shots over and over and again. To me, it shows just how tough and good condition G is at 36, 37 years old because he took them all. Sometimes I thought, uh-oh, uh-oh, this might be it. Are we going to see a knee? I mean, they were that good. And he took them, and he he stayed in there, and he kept fighting. And that's impressive. So it could have been the body shots. It could have been the, just the power on, on Canelo's punches. But whatever it was, something in G's mind decided that he needed a little bit of distance. So anybody who was wondering why he fought that way, um, you know, how, how did that come? Was it part of the training camp? Because Abel had said he thought uh, – Canelo was going to press the action. So I know a lot of people were probably wondering, well, did you guys train to create a little distance and try to catch Canelo coming in? No. According to Abel, that wasn't the case. They trained to fight like G fights, and it was G who made an in-the-ring, round-by-round fight decision on how he wanted to fight. So that's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.